You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen. On sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Hey, it's Joel Davis, where I received from Bethune Cookman. You are here listening to On the Fence Side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fence side. Thank you, Solo D. Welcome to another episode of On the Fence Side here with Kat and Paul Pickin. As we approach the NFL draft, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and on iHeartRadio. We are breaking down the Dolphins' top five needs heading into the NFL draft, some more clearly defined than others, some interesting situations where the Dolphins can go. They do have five picks in the first four rounds, a first rounder, a second rounder, a third rounder, and two fourth rounders, as well as a sixth and two sevenths. They'll be without a fifth round pick as a result of them trading for Stefan Anthony last year. Paul, let's get right into it. Your number five need as the NFL draft approaches. For me, the fifth need, even though it's an important one, I know Miami's got Frank Gore as a backup running back, but I still think they need to add some young depth there. So for me, the running back position is still a need for this team. So it'd be my fifth, fifth need for, for the Dolphins heading into the draft. Mine would be running back. I I see up to 12 running backs in this draft that I would take in the first four rounds. And really, when you look at it, Kenyon Drake needs a running partner for the future. I mean, Drake is somebody who didn't touch the ball a lot at Alabama. And other than the second half of his second year here, hasn't touched the ball a lot in the NFL either. So if you start having Kenyon Drake and expect him to be a 350 to 400 touch guy, it's just not going to happen. I mean, Frank Gore, I hope he assumes that role of just leader slash coach slash trying to get to fourth all time in rushing yards, but not necessarily somebody who is going to be a long-term running mate there with Kenya and Drake. My fourth need is probably lower on the totem pole than Paul's. It's going to be tight end. You know, and when you look at the depth chart, it's probably the top need for the Dolphins. If you look at just pure talent position by position, two reasons that it is lower for me is first of all, the Dolphins have a lot invested in their, their top four receivers, Parker Stills, Amendola, Amendola and uh, Albert Wilson. Secondly, if the Dolphins are reverting a little bit more to a Mike March style of offense, that tight end might just be a blocker. 
in this offense. And maybe you don't necessarily have to take one in the first first couple of rounds, even though the value may di- dictate that they will. Paul, what would be your fourth need? For me, the fourth need here, and this probably won't be super popular, but I'm going to say it's the safety position. I do think Rashad Jones needs a better running mate. I think TJ McDonald is better in that rover-type role where he's kind of up in the box a little bit with a little less responsibility, kind of a hybrid between linebacker and safety. But And I know the depth behind them is just garbage at this point. But having McDonald and Rashad Jones on the field is a decent pairing out there. So I can't put it as one of the top three needs given some of the other needs that this team has. So for me, the safety position is the number four need for this team. My number three need for the Dolphins is going to be quarterback. You know, when I look at the position, Ryan Tannehill, if he can come back and play at the level that he was playing when he tore his ACL, you know, in his last eight games, he had a quarterback rating of over 100 on a team that was 7-1 and one in his last eight games. I hope he comes back and resumes that. But he's going to be 21 months removed from playing the quarterback position when he starts. Luckily, the Dolphins are approaching OTAs. He should be a full go for that. And they've made a little bit of a long-term commitment with him. The backup is Brock Osweiler. And if you thought Jay Cutler was bad last year, if something happens to Tannehill again, it's going to be worse with Brock Osweiler. So we've been pounding the table for years and years and years for the Dolphins to draft a quarterback, invest in a quarterback, at least in the middle rounds. And I think this might be the year that that happens. Another interesting stat, too, at the quarterback spot, the last time the Dolphins have drafted a quarterback in rounds three through five was 1990 when they drafted Scott Mitchell in the fourth round. I I think it's time to get some developmental talent in at that spot. Paul, what's number three on your list? I'm actually in agreement with you on the quarterback spot, which it feels weird to say, and I know Dolphins Twitter is going absolutely mad for Baker Mayfield. I don't think Miami needs to go quarterback in the first three rounds. I agree with you on the developmental piece. I think there are some gems later in the draft. And it is a little bit scary to say that if Ryan Tannehill goes down, uh, the season's probably lost. But that's true of most teams if their starting quarterback goes down. I kind of like David Fales a little more than I like Brock Osweiler. But, again, it, it's a scenario that, if Tannehill goes down, Miami's just pretty bare. Their, their best bet is either the failed Brock Osweiler or raw talent David Fails. So they do need to look in a later round here, a middle round, to grab a guy to come in and develop behind Tannehill. But it, it can't be the highest need because the hope is if whoever they get doesn't see the field because Tannehill's healthy all year. Some names to keep an eye on in the middle rounds. Uh, Luke Falk out of Washington State, who I, re- I actually really like. I, Dolphins took him actually in round three. I wouldn't hate it. Mason Rudolph probably doesn't fall down to that third-round pick. Kyle Oletta from Richmond and Mike White from Western Kentucky. Just a few names to keep your eye on. Paul, how about number two on your list? Number two for me is going to be the linebacker spot. It's They do need a linebacker, but they've got some young guys that are pretty talented. Kiko Alonso looks absolutely terrible, but they are getting Rake McMillan back this year. Stephone Anthony showed a little bit of promise last year. They've got some decent talent there. They do have to take a linebacker at some point in this draft. But I'd also say the fact that they can take a safety, and what we talked about earlier with TJ McDonald playing a hybrid role, and the fact that most teams these days spend so much time in the nickel, lowers this need for me, even though – when we get to our, our first round targets, uh, I know I'm going to have a few linebackers in there, as are you, as is any Dolphins fan that knows what they're talking about. But for me, it's the number two need just because there are other ways to fix that 
position. Yeah, uh, number two on my list is going to be it's going to be free safety actually, and why this is higher on the list for me than others. A couple of reasons. Number one, Adam Gaze said at the Dolphins breakfast the other day that they were not too pleased with the play of T.J. McDonald and working with Rashad Jones, and they've spent a lot of money on that position too. And they also lost Michael Thomas, who not only was your by far your top backup, but also you're one of your top special teams performers too. Walt Aikens has shown that he's not even playable uh, on the field. Hopefully Maurice Smith, who showed some things last year before he unfortunately got hurt, steps up a little bit as well. But the Dolphins really do have a unique opportunity here to take advantage of a very deep free safety class, both in the first round as well as as we get a little bit later in the draft with players like, like Quinn Balding and Armani Watts. It allows them to use T.J. McDonald a little bit more creatively. The Dolphins have to get better this year with their speed in the middle of the defense. And if you don't take care of the linebacker spot and you have T.J. McDonald out there at free safety again, I don't think you're taking care of that need and that speed in the middle of the defense. So free safety is going to be my second need. My number one is linebacker. And it's to me, it's at least on my board, it's a clear-cut number one. They – have two players that we'll talk about in our next segment who can really add a lot of speed to the middle of this defense. And if they take a linebacker here in the first round and pair him with Raekwon McMillan, and you still have hopefully Pico Alonso plays a little bit better than he did last year. You've also got Chase Allen and Stephon Anthony. You may be able to, with one draft pick, take this unit from a D to a B just like that. And keep in mind, you really only play two linebackers in the NFL the, most of the time. Third linebacker usually gets about 30% of defensive snaps. So the Dolphins can really take care of this position and one that really hurt them last year. Paul, I have a feeling what your top need is going to be, but I'm going to let you have the final say. Yeah, it's a, you already touched on it a little bit earlier. For me, the tight end position is a big need for this team. I know they're looking to get to that Mike Martz style offense, but for Miami, they can do that while adding explosive tight ends, and there are a number of tight ends in this draft that they can get in the you know second through the fourth round that really can add some explosion to this offense. And on top of that, we've got to stop develop counting on the development of Devontae Parker. It, it we just haven't seen it. I know he's a wide receiver, but our top red zone threat going into the season this year is concussion prone tiny Danny Amendola. That's a pretty terrible way to look at going into the season. It's Miami's got to be able to score in the red zone. You get a big body but explosive tight end like a Dallas Goddard, uh, a Hayden Hurst, somebody like that. They can stretch the field, but they can also be that target in the red zone that can box somebody out and just win that jump ball. So for me, the tight end position is, is really barren for this team. Marquise Gray is all that's there, and I like Marquise Gray, but he's not exactly a fit for that Mike Martz style offense either that you were talking about. So you've got to get somebody in that can block. You've got to get somebody in that can stretch the field, and, and there are targets in this draft that can do that, and it fits one of Miami's biggest needs. Some other needs to keep an eye out for maybe is and dolphins don't have a kicker right now so keep an eye on daniel carlson and cody pinero and i would not want one in the fourth round hopefully one slips to the sixth round carlson's from auburn pinero's from florida i'm not sure if i'm saying that last one correctly but yeah they need a kicker defensive tackle i've seen a lot mocked to them too You'd have to wonder if Vincent Taylor and William Hayes is good enough depth there. They might add another guy. And guard, it's a very deep class in the second and third round. Maybe there's some value there 
that gives the Dolphins a plug-and-play starter, allows them to use Jesse Davis more as a swing tackle on the offensive line. That will do it for a wrap-up of the Dolphins' top five needs. You are listening to On the Fin Side, Cat and Paul Pickin. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, YouTube, and on iHeartRadio. And if it's not on the right side and it's not on the left side, it is on the fin side. Solo D, take us home. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin side. It ain't the left side or the right side, and it must be the fin Listen, Dolphins fans across the land all tuning in to see what Brian Cat and Paul about.